The Bunker Project is brought to you by Black Beer. Okanagan Springs Black. In fact, Okanagan Springs Brewmeister Black. Black. Awesome beer. All right. I've already gone through a whole pint. It's just so smooth. It's evaporating. Welcome back to the show. We've got an awesome show lined up. We're doing LinkedIn today. Yeah. With LinkedIn expert Ian Nethercott. All right. Actually, let's come on profit. (laughs) But the other spelling. All right. I'm going to take a picture. So uh, we're going to do a roundtable introduction as usual. And what are we going to do, Bob? Uh, Let's uh, have a LinkedIn question. Uh, Question is, what are you doing on LinkedIn right now? So uh, I'll start. Okay. It's easy. Uh, I've been hanging out with Ian a lot, <laughs> and he's like, God damn it, Bob, get your LinkedIn profile together. <laughs> so I'm going to go into LinkedIn, and I'm going to update my LinkedIn. I'm going to tweak it. I'm going to try and get it a little bit more functional. And I realized today that I use another uh, really cool website called uh, Visify. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that one. Visify, and what it does is it takes all the data from my LinkedIn account and makes a visual representation of it. And then on my email, it's got this cool little Visify plug and you click on it and it'll take you to the Visify site and it's a, a virtual, you know, me portfolio, except it's all visual, it's very, very cool. So uh, yeah, that's a nice bonus tip. So definitely upgrading my LinkedIn account. And the other big thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be changing my profile picture. So, so not a boudoir one? Is that what you're saying? That's that's I, that's huge <laughs> for me, man. He's that had that picture huge. for years. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's been stand, and I've always been choose a picture, stick with it. I cannot stand it when people every two weeks they change it on Facebook because they think they're being clever on Facebook because people oh some so and so changed their Facebook uh, image so that's going to drive me to their site. I really want to see a picture of the person so I can recognize them, get used to looking at it. And when my phone comes up, because my phone address book is linked to the Facebook, I say, oh, ah, that's Bonnie. Cool. Boom. I will talk to that person. A lot of times now, it's like if I don't see a picture of the person, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I don't recognize this person, so maybe I won't talk to him. So consistency, consistency, consistency. So I'll do a, an instant rollout, basically. Stay up late one night and try and change all my pictures on you know, that 600 profiles. Yeah, fuck. It's going to be crazy. But, and it's a cool picture. It's, it's not super straight, but it's also not as crazy with the guy bah, on his head. That's party animal. So we'll see. It's more smug. A lot of people might not like it. Oh, that Bobby's so smug. He's nasal and smug. As long as it's not a nasal picture. Ooh, <laughs> very nice. All right, Andrew, what are you doing with your LinkedIn account? Well, I, I listened to a few or watched a few videos a while back with Lewis Howes and mm. um, what's that other guy? Um, uh, what's Danny DeVito. He's a big link. Knievel or whatever. <laughs> Evil Knievel? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Kevin Knievel or whatever. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I tweaked my profile a little bit and it made it easier to find uh, keywords and things like that. So I'm going to listen to what Ian has to say and I'm going to apply some of the stuff that, uh, that we learned. Sweet. And I also had a question about uh, you know open networkers and well you're gonna save that save that for the show yeah so that'll come all right Uh, rock god the rock god I'm back yeah back in the coup he's in the coup back in Vancouver he's been in how long about a month no about a month 
One month only. Wow. Mazatlan, Mexico. Yeah, it was, a, it was a quite a party, quite a party. But it's good to be back. And I'm Paul the Rock God, as I said. I'm at Paul the Rock God, RockGod.ca. And for LinkedIn, I'm I'm fairly newbie. I didn't use it when I was in Mexico, so I just was on today trying to update it. And I will. I, I need to learn more about it. So I'm looking forward to today's show. Cool. Signed, Sukarkar, Genesis Designs, at Genesis Designs, um, genesisdesigns.ca. Uh, ditto what Paul just said. I started off uh, LinkedIn pretty crazy, <coughs> got involved in groups, uh, went really, really crazy, and now my engagement has gone down almost to zero. I go once in a blue moon post on LinkedIn, but I'm really, really, really curious to see what Ian has to say. Uh, I'm going to pass it over to everyone else and get to it after, but uh, you could definitely join my group on LinkedIn. Uh, I just set up a new group the other day. It's called uh, How to Create Real Clients with Social Media, and it's 100% free, and I'll be going into more stuff on LinkedIn. For me, LinkedIn is something I do daily, and it uh, gets me a lot of business. That's why I do it. Margaret, uh, at BC underscore insurance gal, bcinsurancegal.com. on LinkedIn, post regularly, uh, still can get better engagement from it. So there's a lot still I have yet to learn. Done some tweaking, has some videos, but uh, yeah, I can know I can upgrade my profile and uh, make it a lot more proactive. Bonnie Sainsbury at B Sainsbury, um, www.socialmediasmarter.com. Dub in it. Dub. In the hood, yeah. Yes. Triple dub. So right. my. LinkedIn profile has always been keyword optimized. Uh, the trickiest thing I had done um, a long time ago was to um, have all the uh, books that I read. So I put them up every once in a while. And I actually, it worked uh, getting more people to, um, uh, to attracting them to my profile. Uh, I don't go on very often. I do look on uh, to see who has contacted me, and I send them a little email and say, thank you very much. Is there something I can do to help you? So after you read a book, you post a little blurb about the book? Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. And, and, and other, so good other people change their profile. Yeah. I do this, and it shows up on the news feed. Mm-hmm. I also use Buffer to schedule uh, yeah. um, business-related articles much the same well it's exactly the same process i use for twitter and uh facebook but i it's different content and the other thing my little secret weapon is endorsements i love endorsements and if you want more endorsements go out and endorse other people (laughs) it's that easy i've got a ton of them and truly Early on, I just played around with them. Hmm, I wonder what this does. So I endorsed about, I don't know, 10 people. And I got a whole bunch of people back who endorsed me. And I thought, okay, this is easy. So that's what I've done. And then I read an article not long ago saying they're thinking about decommissioning endorsements. So that goes my secret weapon. Really? Yeah. Huh. Why would they? That was short-lived. I thought it was great. I thought they were going to be utilizing more into the SEO part of it. I I don't know. Um, I guess we'll find out. It wasn't April Fools, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, gee, that would be a great segue for. Do you want to do the April Fools? Talk a little yeah. bit. Well, of hang April on, stuff hang on. We're we not around. done yet. We got one more. Oh, hey, we got a newbie in the house. 
Hello, I'm Brian Street, and I my Twitter account is at Brian Street, like the street you live on. Yeah. I'm a realtor with Remax here in Vancouver, and my public weapon on LinkedIn are the recommendations, because my contacts can write them themselves. They post them themselves. I can't do it for them, so it appears to be more genuine. Mm. So I really do you like think this. they are, or do you pay people to do it? Nah, just kidding. <laughs> just being an asshole. Sorry. I've got about six hundred people on LinkedIn, and I'm paying for the enhanced account. However, I haven't really investigated or done enough to benefit from it. So that's one of my interests, and I'm also interested in the fifty dollars credits I keep getting that I haven't used. Fifty dollars so credits for oh, okay. for free advertising. Advertising. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they have advertising and HR credits depending on your account. It's just like Google. I get email. I guess like, hey, here's a hundred dollars. Here's I. Jeez, I'll get around it. They just keep and sending you never it. Never do. Yeah, but the thing is, once I've used one of those, then I'll be, they'll pull my plug and yeah, whatever. So, what was that segue we were gonna do? Oh, April, uh, Fools. April Fools. Just kidding. Ton of April Fools. All right. Stuff. My favorite one, because everybody I'm sure is going to talk about, would be Google Google Knows. And my daughter was doing these calisthenics with her computer. I said, what the hell are you doing? You're upside down with it. I say, I'm trying to, I'm trying to smell this. It's just not working. And honey, what are you doing? It's like, it's Google Knows, man. It's You can smell <laughs> stuff on the internet now. And I said, honey, you have just been <laughs> totally pawned. So she was very pissed off about that, um, but yeah, and and uh, there was another one, but I'll maybe if it doesn't come up, I'll, I'll mention it. But I th- Google is really into this April Fool's thing. I mean, they spend a lot of money. It's not small stuff. It'll have a corporate video behind it, production, throwing some serious bucks. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I thought uh, two thumbs up for theirs for the for the Google knows. Brian, did you uh, discover any cool uh, practical jokes on the internet when uh, when you, or maybe you don't even know about it yet? There was something about Gmail Blue on. Yes, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. That, that was, was my a good one. one. Yeah. What was that one about? I, I missed that one. Well, basically, it's taking the piss out of Facebook or Microsoft Word, and and they had these really earnest videos, almost Apple esque. It's like, <laughs> well, yeah, the the, but, the 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 button is blue, and when you click on it, it turns blue, and then it takes you to another page, which has. Blue. Blue is the answer. And it goes on and on. I mean, it's absolutely outrageous. So basically, they're taking the piss out of corporate videos that are so earnest, but really are BS. And um, also having fun with their brand. So I, I thought cool. it was very clever. All they did is take the uh, their, their Gmail interface and just make everything blue. But somebody had to code that. Like they took the original code and then changed all these colors to blue. And it was done. Uh, very, very strange hmm. bunch of What was people. your favorite, Bonnie? It was the fellow from Syrah. Oh, uh, missed that one. Oh, so um, the I think everybody on the board at Syrah is uh, extremely um, <coughs> goofy, serious. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> and there was I was just at a Syrah reception, and yeah, they are stick up the bum people. <laughs> so. He he gets on and he says that they've they've waited and you know what for the first ten seconds he had me because he said that you know they're having a uh, th- there's this big announcement and I thought why didn't they just tell us about it last week and they went body get it so his announcement was 
that they were going to change dot CAs to dot EH. <laughs> so instead of far better representation for Canada, so especially ho- like yeah, NHL dot EH. Yeah. Maple syrup dot EH. Dot A. Hockey dot A. Well, I guess we could, light bulb just we could request off. that now with the uh, new top level domains, right? That was pretty good. It was. Oh. I liked that one. And the fact that he was so serious about it. Yeah, he kept a straight face. Yeah, and I and like I say, for the first ten seconds, I thought, why wouldn't they announce it when we were there? <laughs> I think the my favorite one was the fact that uh, YouTube has just been his whole joke the whole time, and it's just been a big contest to All find right. the best video. The really funny part is, I went on to my video manager later on in the afternoon. And it was had all these little things and everything. And it was like your video has been nominated. I'm like, I sent it to Bonnie. I said this must, you know, this must have just made a lot of people's days thinking, oh, I feel so special. But yeah, it's like you know, it was cute. <laughs> Ah, uh, April Fool's. Anybody else? No, I didn't have any on. Okay, what about WestJet's uh, or Virgin's uh, glass bottom plane? Yes. <laughs> no, come on, that you know That's they they cool. did a pr- they spent some big bucks setting that up too. Yeah, I'd almost believe them if that they would actually do that though. <laughs> they're, they're a very fun airline though, very yeah. fun. Well, hey, it's James is hey. in the hood. James hey. Carg just wandered into the room in a, a daze. I think he's working off a hangover because he's got a non-alcoholic beverage in his hand. He's got the vitamin. He's, he's vitamined up. He's got vitamin multi-V, multi-vector vitamin juice. Awesome. In the Dude, we're talking about, oh, well, you can mic up and headphone up, and then we'll ask you a question. And WestJet did do one. They did the one about the animals. and the, the, Oh, yeah, the, the furry companion, yeah, the fur, your furry family. Yeah, any animals, bears. And the best one was when they opened the, the washroom and there's a bear ticket a crop in there. <laughs> or the crocodile. Yeah. A bear crocodile in does the, the bear uh, shit in the woods? Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. it depends the, if he's, he's in, in a park the, area. Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't in first class, that's for sure. <laughs> well, the one they don't, they don't have first class in WestJet. Not currently. They have Panda class. They're talking about it, though. The one that made me laugh is the one James uh, put on Facebook. James, you James? dog. Wow. Yeah, the uh, Facebook was in the process of acquiring startup Bang with Friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. According to sources... Uh, multiple sources in order to make a foray into the online dating space (laughs) (laughs) and make real money. $30 million in both cash and stock. And, uh, should have been 300 million. Be more of a, no, it gets funny as, as, as the article gets, it's, this one was TechCrunch, And as the article gets, uh, down closer to the end, it said, this is an anticipation of Google launching, uh, Google fuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no way that's hilarious uh, well, yes. it was, it was F- Google get it on F F asterisk CK yeah yeah and they because they wanted to go up against Tinder and Grinder and all yeah. those things robust staff penetration and rumors that oh, nice. Google is building a competitive hookup platform called Google asterisk CK wow <laughs> anyways I thought that was pretty funny that yeah that one is funny. that one was pretty good the WestJet one was pretty oh. sad this year Hootsuite was good. You, did, you thought the, oh, bottom, yeah, the bottom glass? You didn't like that? Hootsuite is protecting your social identity. Um, but I can't remember more than that. Oh, wasn't that Hootsuite foil? Yeah, yeah. Hootsuite foil. And then uh, what else is a good one? Oh, my favorite one was the Vancouver Canucks traded Corey Schneider for Luke Cheech. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, it was just, it was just a hockey thing. Okay. And it seemed to be the most plausible of all the April Fool's jokes. It seems yeah. like there's too many this year. I read that, and then I was like, Schneider, really? Why? <laughs> yeah, and the other one that was really good was uh, 
Reddit buying Team Fortress 2. But then they were like, Team Fortress 2 was like, well, we had a pigeon come in and, and we ended up buying Reddit. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Some of them well, kind of hit and miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't right. expect to go viral all the time. My favorite other one was also Andrew with the picture without any eyebrows. Oh, that, that was, was a, the best that one. That was a good April Fool's <laughs> Who the hell is that, Mr. Uh, Clean? Yeah. I should have done that one. Yeah, next year. Yeah, next year. And maybe year. Bob gets uh, leg implants. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'll do the, the nasal. Yeah. I'll do Bob do the, na- the nasal operation finally. Just, just, you know, you ever see those ones where it's like the overcoat and they've got the two people on, tri- on top of each other? You yeah. should do that with Andrew <laughs> and be like, I grew. Yeah. Suddenly Bob's five foot four. <laughs> Aren't you five four? No way! Are you kidding? I dream about being five four. <laughs> so, um, James, you missed the roundtable introduction. We we uh, just introduced ourselves and said what we're doing on LinkedIn. So, um, what are we doing on LinkedIn? Yeah, what are, yeah, what are you, what are you doing on strategy? LinkedIn? Any, any, what are you doing? Any, well, what have you been doing recently on LinkedIn? Have you been logging and actually using it? Yeah, I've been using it quite a bit these days. Uh, you can look for me on there, James Cargum. The there's actually Gaming a lot of James Cargs on there. Really? Which is surprising. One owns a box factory. I can't make that up. Cool. Um, and you then can maybe a ask for some year old, boxes. There's a 13-year-old that says he works for Aperture Science, which is interesting as well. Mm. But what, I've been what? using it to uh, help people kind of connect to each other. Stay so. away from 13-year-olds. <clears throat> Dude, what about what about uh, the gaming? Sam just speaking from experience. Yeah, harsh. Were you in that CBC thing this week? Is that your photo, man? Yeah, that's my photo. Uh-oh. How old is that? That's like five years old. Yeah, what I was yeah, gonna say. Like He's in diapers. <laughs> doesn't even look like 13, you, man. When he was thirteen. Hey, that, hey, it's man. a sexy photo. Doesn't so, even look like him. What's what's the coolest uh, what's the coolest group on LinkedIn for you? What wow. would you say? Uh, as far as groups go, I mean, they've all kind of been taken off have, like, of a my. Gaming thing or? Well, they do. I mean, I've got a, quite a few groups on there. Um, I seem to like the uh, endorsements. They seem to be better because it's just a click thing, so people. Oh yeah, they it's, don't really uh, have to think about it. It's but, like candy. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, as far as groups go, I mean, I don't really follow a lot of the groups because there's a lot of people doing hard sells in the groups all the time. Yeah. Uh, okay. So most of the time, but, but it's not like. Worth it, like but isn't that that cool to... gaming startup crowd that we did uh, beer pong like about nine months ago? I think that's and my own thing. Yeah, yeah, but don't aren't those like nobody? Don't, tell, they, they, they don't have groups. It isn't spread through that. It's more meetup actually. I find really? for more groups that I use. Hmm. Core is really good for answering questions and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but LinkedIn, most of my digests, I guess, is what they call them from your groups that get sent mm-hmm. out to you. Uh, just go stagnant. Mm. Because I don't look at them, so they're like, "Yeah, we're not gonna send them to you anymore." You're like, "Okay." Yeah, I mean, there's other way. This whole thing is like, my whole thing is people will consume the content uh, in the format that they're most relaxed. And so, some people like Facebook, some people like Twitter, some people like LinkedIn. So it's almost like you have to be servicing all the major platforms. But with LinkedIn. I feel that there's more business-to-business opportunities there, there could than be. anything else. They, there's a infographic posted today about how LinkedIn was used mostly for voyeurism rather than any actual I would say content. Facebook is more voyeuristic. Yeah, any right? day. Any day. Big time. I'm okay. I was doing that today. Who? Who? Exactly. <laughs> Whenever you get a new friend, right, a hunky guy, maybe has a tight <laughs> butt, you go straight to his picture and say, who's he hanging with? And, you know, okay, I'm a guy. I don't do it with guys, but I mean, girls. <laughs> sure it's sounded like, like it. 
Well, I mean, so looking at Bonnie, I just didn't want to get trashed by the tech girls. It's like, oh, he's such a sexist bastard. So I think. Well, Bob, we already know you're a pig. Whoa. Any, anyways, but that's why we love so, you. So, oh, so you actually, it's my oink appeal. You actually go stalk people on Facebook rather than LinkedIn. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, LinkedIn. I was like, no, it's 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 too many words on LinkedIn for me to. <laughs> I mean, they don't. There's no like like picture zone, is there? So you'd prefer a visual LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm a total visual guy. I don't like. I'm not like. Um, what do you call that uh, <clears throat> uh, soft porn that you read? What's it called? Uh, Harlequin stories. Harlequin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you know. That's that's it's it's uh, Facebook is more photo paparazzi style, and then it would be more Harlequin <coughs> literary pose prose and stuff like that. In in LinkedIn, it, it's more of a, a written format. Well, th- too many big words. G plus. Yeah. G plus. Way too just, many big uh, words. Way too serious. Is that what you're saying? Oh, don't talk for me. Oh my God, I'm G plus dying. has a uh, a picture only feed now. Yeah. G plus. Well, that's cool. Mm. Hey, I just I like got, G+. this is the first time that I've actually just now, while you guys were all talking, I got two emails from the voicemail feedback line. No way. Oh. Shall we play them <laughs> right off? So usually I listen to them before. What happened, man? And decide <laughs> if they're... This is Revenue know. Canada. We would like you to talk to us. <laughs> so oh, should shit. I, sh- should we just like... Let's go for play it. them live? Yeah, 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 this is fun. All I right, like let's this. see what's going on here oh, with uh, oh, our voicemail feedback line. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Okay, right? here They're we go. screwing around with their mics. Yeah. I wasn't. I was just sitting here. Hey, bunk- <laughs> hey a Bunker Project folks, it's Norm. Oh, the, Norm. The, Hi, Norm. Uh, the Norm Maven. Hey, I noticed that you're doing LinkedIn today. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I just signed up for it because Bob sent me a link. Anyways, just wondering with LinkedIn, <laughs> how powerful a tool is it? Is it? Does it really work? Anyways, have a great show tonight. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. I would say if you're a tool, it it, it has power. Yeah, definitely yeah. has it, lots it, of power. It, yeah, I think exactly. Bonnie has seventy five thousand contacts on LinkedIn. Do you? Oh wait, that's Twitter. That's, that's Twitter. More than that on Twitter. I don't have. Very well, many. you 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 cut it down. I mean, you you had like massive amounts, and yeah, then and then did. you just like hacked away at it. The Grim Reaper. Yeah. They call her Bonnie. I think I got. I don't know, four or five hundred on LinkedIn, only mm. because I pinned there. That's in the top two percent, though. <laughs> I'm in the top five percent. Go figure. No, I, I'm in the top five. Well, there you go. All right. So, um, so the second voicemail feedback. Oh, oh we got another see, one. Uh, Excellent. Let's just see who this is. It's probably the same guy. It's Norm Maven again. Yeah, hey, I knew it. One other question with LinkedIn: What can you do to your profile to make it uh, stand out or make it more marketable? Bye. Nude pictures. Good question. All yeah. right. So, does so it? Well, really I think that's a good start to question. To, to, is uh, to how powerful a tool is it? Does it really work? And how do you set up your profile? I, I would say the second question first, and then once we finish up, then we could do a, the the power thing. Well, how powerful is it? Well, I mean, or first, not. first of all, you've <laughs> got to look at it from a point of view of uh, I've been in sales for over twenty years in different industries. Um, I've used a lot of different database-based products. Years ago, I used one called Hoover's, which is, predates LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is the largest business database in the world. It's got roughly 220 million members worldwide. Uh, the av- average age demographic is older, obviously, than Facebook as a general rule, but the average income is over 100,000, and these are decision makers. So if you're looking to target business-to-business or business-to-consumer, and you want to target people who have money, it's a great starting point. Now, is it a powerful tool? Absolutely. I do most of my sales using LinkedIn in one form or another. Uh, Bob and I recently had the opportunity to talk to one of the top LinkedIn people in the world. He has 30,000 connections, which is the maximum. He's linked to 60 million people and does business in 45 countries. 
95% of his business comes from LinkedIn. Uh, in terms of profile optimization, um, what's really scary on LinkedIn is how little people know about profile optimization and how little they're taking advantage of it. Think about it this way. Years ago when you were looking through the yellow pages to find a business, they're either there or they're not. If you're not there on LinkedIn, it's really simple. People search for things all the time. If you're just not on page one, they just don't call you. So how important is it? It's crucial. The more important thing about it is, is that most of the people in your space don't know how to use it either. So if you know more than them, coincidentally, they're the person you call. How important is that for me? Um, you know, in what I do, I mean, I get a lot of business from LinkedIn. I get a lot of people look at my profile and optimizing it isn't that hard. Now, there has been some changes recently. Uh, you may be familiar with people doing stuffing their profile on LinkedIn. So what they do is they put a lot of SEO terms and blocks of text. So it's basically gobbledygook. LinkedIn has adapted to that. Yeah, but if you actually went to someone's page and it was just nothing but keywords. Understand. You would but if, probably if not call them anyways. Right? Understand. But if I've got 12 people on page one, I do a search for whatever it is that you do. If you're not on that page, let's say five of them have gobbledygook, they're going to call the other five probably. If you don't exist, just like on first page of Google, exactly. you just don't get a call. Yeah. It's not that you're not a good guy. They you're don't really care. There. They're just You just don't yeah. exist. So people's attention well, uh, span is yay big, as but, you know. But also, uh, a lot of the times when you, you know, you're visiting a site, you'll see the person's picture. You'll see what they do. You'll yeah. see the experience they do. You don't really dig really deep yeah, into picture their is, profile. Picture so is key. This, yeah. Boudoir photos, photos from college, not a good idea. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a just professional not a good portfolio, idea. right? Yeah. You don't I mean, not saying they aren't right. nice, but not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what do you actually to... do on LinkedIn, or what what is what is your technical term these days? Uh, I'm interested to see how link, you're using LinkedIn. It. To me, is a sales tool and a marketing tool. So what I do is I look for clients, potential clients, and connections that lead to clients and potential clients, and I look at it as part of a sales process. Yeah. So I look at a couple areas on a daily basis, and I'd recommend spending I don't know somewhere between 15 minutes and half an hour. If you don't get any value from it, then you don't need to continue if you don't want to. The more time you spend with LinkedIn, the better you know the, the actual system, the more effective it'll be. Not only that, the more money you'll make. Uh, the person in the world that Bob and I talked to, um, he spent, how did he get to 30000 Because that's the next question we asked, because I didn't yeah, even know there was the a max. How did you get 30000 I didn't even know there was a max, and I sure as hell didn't know what it was. The biggest number I'd ever heard was 17500 at that point. Yeah. He spent uh, two hours a day for a year. He now has more connections than I think, well, I mean, there's probably maybe there's maybe a handful of people in the world who have that number, but more effectively, he uses those connections. He uses those. So how is that? How powerful is that? Well, think about it as the seven degrees of separation. I don't know if you're familiar at all with that seven degrees Six. of separation. Six. Whatever that is. I so if I want to be seven degrees of yeah. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh. So so if I want to meet Bill Gates or I want to do business with you know one of the guys in the Dragon's Den, whatever. If I've got thirty thousand connections, I've probably got a couple hundred that are common. So coincidentally, I can get a meeting without being on television. I don't okay, need well, to be on well, television. Okay. So let's let, let's talk technique here because I've I've seen Ian work LinkedIn and it's really really interesting. Tell us about that technique where okay. you want to connect with somebody, you find out the, the the familiars, you cut and paste. Remember okay. that? Okay. So we'll first of all, we were, there was a question about profile. So let me just go yeah. over profile real quick. First of all, look uh, in your space for the keywords that you would search for. So put yourself in the shoes of a client. They're searching for you on LinkedIn, much like on the old pages, old school. What are they looking for? Figure out those 10 SEO terms. If you're a web guy, you should already know them. Do a search in LinkedIn. For example, if I'm a web designer, web design in Vancouver. Who's on page one? And more, more importantly, are you on page one? If you're not, fix it. 
because these other guys clearly, you know, are stealing your business right now and you're not aware of it. So let's take, uh, I don't know, what, do you want to use that as an example? Sure. Okay. No, sure. let's so talk about insurance. No, no. Let, let's lose web design <laughs> in Vancouver. Look at that, Sanchez drooling. He said, yes, yes, tell me how to do it, goddammit. What about Rock God? Come okay. on. Web design in Vancouver, we're going to pull it up as a search. I'm going to look at people. I can search by multiple terms. Um, the first person is Philip Horseman. It's a group. I have no idea. He's in Australia, coincidentally, which is kind of funny. Uh, Steve Carpenter, I don't know who he is, but he's number two, so he'd be one I'd call. Uh, Matt Astafan's sister, who I don't think even does web design, is number three in the world. Coincidentally, Matt Astafan is number four. Okay? <laughs> number five is Eric Kamajudu. I have no idea who he is. Not Green. I mean, these people are the people that people will call. So I have, I have a question. Yeah. Is, is this search, is this... He did is, web design is, and Vancouver. Yeah. Is the, this specific... just do web design, but then it won't be... That'll be world. You want the world? Yes. Okay. Web design in the world. Let's see who comes up. But is this specific to you? This search? If I you can up. do the same search. You it's a worldwide search. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's web. It's a database. It's so like it's a Oracle. Google search. It's, of a, it's, all not it's Oracle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not. Based and it also links to Google, so it's on the net as well. It's not based on your connections. Nope. No. No. Wow. If you have a kick-ass profile, you have no connections. You still stop on page one. Doesn't matter. So you're saying so that LinkedIn profile is. Google crawls through it. Yeah. If, I if you it was, search, uh, if yep. you search for your yeah, name or the same term, it'll show up on Google. Wow. Absolutely. That's so, for example, in, in the world, there's over 2,767,555 2, people who do web design who are, on, who are on LinkedIn. Wow. So there's 2 million people. Now, of course, if I'm a web designer and I'm on page one of that list, now do I, get, do I get some pretty big web contracts? Probably. Coincidentally, of these people, I could probably very easily show you how to beat most of them. It's not that hard. Coincidentally, most of them probably don't even know how they got there because they just don't understand how to use the tool. Now, what does that mean? Well, obviously, if you don't know what you're doing, follow the people who do, or at least right now. So if I was doing this, I'd look at the first guy here, which is Seed Ifran. I don't know where he is. He's in Arizona. I would look at his profile, and I'd see what he's doing, and I would do better. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, what what Ian's (laughs) talking about is find out the, the area that you're in competition with and study how people have used keywords within that profile and if there's stuff, and right now people used to stuff it like saying, "Yeah, they're we, we, not we know, really anymore." Well, yeah, because they're getting killed. LinkedIn <laughs> figured it out, and they're basically anybody that's doing that gets bumped off the page. So it's kind of like Google changing the algorithm. So yeah, you can cheat the system a little bit, but eventually the coders will catch up with you and you disappear. So you might as well do great content and do it legitimately. It makes a lot more sense, and, and you get a more solidified base. But if you still look at the first person, obviously they've been uh, vetted already, so they, it, however they're doing it is must be right if they're number one. Well, I'll give, I'll give you a sense. If you look at social media in the world, guess how many results? Oh, there must be like hundreds Four, of millions. 4,458,290 results. Guess where I rank in the world, not in Vancouver, Four. in the world. I'm number three in the world myself. Okay, <laughs> guess what? Canada's number one LinkedIn expert. She's number one, two, three. She's two below me. She's supposed to be the expert. That's dirty. I'm kicking She's her ass yeah. pretty clearly. So who's number one, by the way? Our buddy, Mr. Mark. Oh, yeah, right. He's the man. Who's Mark? Uh, he's got thirty thousand connections in the world. He gets eight hundred emails a day. That's the guy we talked yeah, about earlier. He's the man. In the show. So coincidentally, how do we do that? Well, first of all, study. So if, for example, you're Looking at that on a daily basis or even on a weekly or monthly basis, you can look at what these people are doing. But what does that mean? Well, if I do a search and I show up in searches you now about 75 times a day, I get people looking at my profile. I can also see who's looking at my profile and turn them into a lead. 
I get 75 people viewing my profile a day. But cool. you know who they are? They don't connect to me, though. But do you know who they are? And are you connecting yeah, to no, them? Yeah, I, I see who they are. I'm just like, who the fuck are you? But are you connecting to no, them no. and turning it into money in your <laughs> bank account? I, brought, I don't know. I'm like, that's call. creepy. What are they doing? doesn't matter. Why don't you talk to me? Turn it into it's money, It's like a man. dating site. No, it's not, not on Facebook. We're totally. talking LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm talking it's LinkedIn. Not, it, it's not Facebook, though. I was in the top. It's not stalkers. Right? They're actually looking to probably find out I know they're probably finding But why can't they send me a message? I mean, you were nice enough to send me, hey, I'm Ian Nethercott. We might run in the same circles. And I'm like, Ian, you know who I am. Why did you send me that message? I'll, I'll give you a sense, though. When you're looking at selling, and g- granted, a lot of people online don't know how to sell. They know how to send email, which is cool. Yeah. You have to take that conversation offline as quickly as possible, but you have to initiate it because they're not going to. I send them emails, and I'm like, hey, I see you've been booking my profiles. Is there anything I can help you yeah. with? And then I never get replies. Then pick up the phone. I never get replies back, though, and I don't understand. Well, let, let, let me go over that a little bit. So right. let's say, for yeah, example... This is the trick. Let's say, for do. example, okay, and I get this happening all the time. So what I do on a daily basis, multiple times a day, is I look at who's viewed my profile. Yeah. So let's say 80 people, I showed up in searches 80 times today, 24 of those people viewed my profile. So first of all, I look at who those people are. In my case, most of them are first-degree connections already because my network is expanding. But if the ones who aren't, what I do is there's a couple different ways to connect with those people. So if you're not a paid member of LinkedIn, I'd highly, highly recommend you become a paid member of LinkedIn for two reasons. Number one, once you're a paid member, they, unlike Facebook, they leave you alone and let you do pretty much whatever you want. In addition to that, you get access to better tools. If you know how to use those tools, it makes it more effective. Plus, you actually get good tech support because you're a paid member. Mm. Um, so coincidentally, if I look down this list, all these people, this person here, Frank Medello or whatever his name is, okay? He's in Toronto. Uh, he's in the real estate business of some type he's got all he's got here is ontario real estate college totally got 17 connections yeah so he's a he's a newbie but that doesn't matter that means he'd be a good client for me probably yep. but i have a couple different ways to connect to him i can connect as an unsolicited email which basically means i'm not spamming him but i'm, I'm sending him an email hoping he likes it so it's kind of like sending a friend request on facebook to someone you may not know and he's got 17 connections so chances are i don't know him but that's okay he'll be like oh my god somebody friended me well probably <laughs> not be. probably be. not because oh, he he'll says, freak out it it's says like, ah. here he's a second degree connection so i have common connections anyway oh, okay i can also as a pay member send something called in mail if you're not familiar with in mail it's awesome. kind of like dynamite okay i can send someone an in mail it's a registered electronic email that they have to answer yes or no if they answer yes, I pretty much know they're interested. Yeah. Not only that, I can't get beaten down for using it. The only downside is is a limited amount a month, and that's why obviously you want to pay LinkedIn. And in addition to that, it's really good for targeting people that let's say you want to meet a CEO of a company that you have no connections to. You can reach out and touch that person. They Barack have Obama? to respond. Yeah, you could you could send yeah. one to Barack are, Obama. Are you are yeah. your secondary like connection with Barack Obama? I'm not, you know but me. I'm not, but I could probably find search, out. Search oh, Barack yeah. Obama. You're connected through me. Let's see. So the thing, because I have a friend that knows Barack Obama. Oh, there you go. Connected, right? So, so he's Barack. I don't even know. B A R A C K. Yeah, Obama. There he is. No, yeah, second degree connection. See, there so, you go. He probably got a lot more than just now. Me. Certain people, and now, Barack Obama's one of them. Now you're on a watch list. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> he's actually a great. He's actually a great example because certain people like Barack Obama, you cannot send in mail to because you have to know him directly to connect. Mm-hmm. You don't have that option because he has over eight hundred thousand followers because he's a celebrity, basically. Yeah. Celebrities have so a different his is status. a page, not a. 
Well, that's him, but he probably doesn't answer it. He's probably got got staff as well as my rock god. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, you know, what a dick! It says President (laughs) of the United States is his like experience. Like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. What do you mean he was a state senator, man? And then it's got like a recommendation from Bill Clinton. It's like I had this job too. (laughs) (laughs) University of Chicago Law School. There you go. Exactly. Another. That's another. That's another mistake people make with LinkedIn is they look at it as an online resume, which it is to a certain degree. But remember that it's not an online resume. It's a sales tool. If you do it properly, you can not only sell people things, you can get them interested. Mm. Now, a lot of people write it like, I did this, or this is what I did when I was 18 years old, and all that stuff, which is nice. Don't get me wrong. But you got to focus on not only getting on page one, ideally for your field, but also using every character. And and write something interesting. Don't write something that's like, yeah, okay, I had my paper route at five so, years old. Or, you know, I mean, who cares? So I have a question, because I did a search for yeah. social media, and you're right up at the top, but you weren't in the same spot that... Well, it's, it changes. It's real time. So I, I did a search for podcasting, and I'm on right on the top. Yeah. Nice. So you're doing a good job. So if you put it in, Whoa. can you see if... Yeah. if uh, Podcasting in Vancouver or just podcasting? Just podcasting. Just podcasting. Wow, you're near the top. Yeah, wow. the, he is the top. <laughs> Didn't know we were in, with celebrities here. So I podcasting. What are you talking about? Your number, he has 100,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> you're number one on the all category. And if okay. I look at people, you're That's number one. Down. There's only 21,000 results. So you're the top person. Yeah, so coincidentally, pretty coincidentally oh. people will probably contact you. Oh, wow. Or probably are already. Let's talk yeah, about something are, that actually makes money, which is Maven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we should talk about that later. Though. The, the other thing that's really changed recently on profiles is use of video. Years ago, mm-hmm. there was only SlideShare. You may be familiar with SlideShare. They got bought by um, by LinkedIn. So it's really like uh, PowerPoint, basically, mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. If they're the largest PowerPoint site in the world. So if you want to look at PowerPoint presentations, they're the largest one. But recently, LinkedIn has added some new tools that allow video in any section the reason I put video in any section is it dramatically improves your results, but more importantly, engages people. Because people don't want to read a lot of text anyway. Yeah. The more videos you put on there, the better. But be careful that you don't make the profile too long because people won't read the whole thing. And video is about you, not your cat. Well, it could be about anything, but it's got to be related. And yeah. it can't be 10 minutes long. Yeah. It's yeah, like I mean, one, two minutes, three for, minutes max. For example, I'd always put a quick video about yourself in the first section. Mm. Keep it one to two minutes. Uh, this new section, which is the new endorsement section, I recently moved it up because I'm testing it because I feel that people engage with that a little better. The other area that people don't realize, and this is an area that's really a good expert tip, is the project section. Now, people don't use this properly on a regular basis, and the reason is they don't understand it. For example, they put, I did a project for you know Vancouver Public Library. Here's their website. Go check it out. Right? Mm-hmm. That's the wrong way to use it. What you want to do when you when you see LinkedIn results strategy on my profile, when you click that, it doesn't go to who I helped. It goes to our capture page. It's the only place you can really put links on LinkedIn, and I don't think there's any limit to how many projects you can do. So coincidentally, if you had five capture pages, you could do five projects. You can name them anything they want, and when they click on it, it goes to a capture page. Mm-hmm. So if you want to capture people who are looking at your profile in a creative way and add value, you can do that, and it doesn't cost you anything. I like it. Not only that, you can put it anywhere in your profile because you can move it around. So you can actually turn the profile into a sales pitch if you're really smart. Coincidentally, as the people in your space get smarter, and you saw that, Andrew, because it's dynamic, I make a change in my profile. It happens immediately. The changes are, are live now. So coincidentally, every day, people are changing their profile to try and jockey for a position. So you have to constantly be looking to upgrade it and see what other people are doing. But of course, you can always steal good ideas. Well, also, it... it, it 
Or yeah. better, or make better ones yourself if you want. Yeah, well, it, well there's a, you're well, looking at stuff and you're saying, oh, okay, this is a great idea. I'm going to go do that and then roll it out the next week and boom, you get points. So it's it's an ongoing process, just like all social media sites. You can have like a body with the Twitter account. You got to be messing with your Twitter account all the time or you're just going to go below the bar. Well, the other thing to talk about is recommendations because we were talking about new ones and the old ones. Mm. The new ones are cool. Um, I've had some reactions in both ways from them. The old ones, you should have at least 20. And the reason is that's pretty much the most people can look at. And then after that, they don't really care. Uh, the visual ones are cool because I think the max is 99. And it's easy to give people kudos in it anyway, but most people don't know that, so they go, oh, this guy must be good. He's got 99 and everything, right? It's like 500 connections on LinkedIn. You're a superstar because and they don't easy, know, right? But it's, and it's easy to do. I mean, LinkedIn is really pushing it because every time you open up your LinkedIn account, it's a big blue box turned up and say, is, here's Bob. Is he a social media specialist? Yeah. They go, yeah, he is. I know it for that. And it just qualifies well, you. Like, I think it's, it's amazing. The, the, reason, the reason they put that in there is so it's more of a gamified yes. system. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> it so, brings you so back to the rock page. Well, I, I mean, I've got like, I think 40 people recommending me for game design, which is That's pretty nice. awesome. Yeah. But it allows people to feel um, intrinsic rewards by getting those endorsements and people mm-hmm. giving them makes them it feel It makes good. you feel good about being on LinkedIn. And it's only, and it's only one click. I mean, it's not a it's huge su- deal. It's, it's a great move. It's definitely. super easy. But I have man. been recommending things that I'm not really good at yeah. sometimes. And I'm just like, do you even know me? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, but, but that's. But I, that's was talk, I was talking to Ian about this. Is a ver- what it is for you? It's a survey about how people perceive who you are, yep. and this is invaluable. Like I look at my thing. I've got ninety nine plus for social media specialists, but for um, design and desktop publishing, I've got like twelve people. Mm-hmm. So I'm recognized as a social media specialist, but I make all my money mm-hmm. doing those other things. So it's like, well, okay. I'm marketing to the wrong demographic, so I've got to ship my marketing over to what people perceive that I'm good at. Well, you can also ask for written. You can also ask for written recommendations. Yeah, they're awesome. And the best way to get those is to recommend other people. Uh, Unfortunately, there was a section of LinkedIn that was really cool called questions and answers, but they got rid of it. Ah, which really kind of sucks because I really liked it. But uh, the new section to look at is well, groups is really the new section to look at. Uh, But the question and answers. Yeah, the groups are good. Oh, there was because it was really. It was actually people it, asking good questions. It, well, it was cool. Well, no, that was a great marketing source because yeah. people would basically paint targets on their own heads. Well, it's yep. like it's like cool. Cora. Yeah, it was cool. You can yeah, go well, do that, well, Cora. Okay. Well, so, so let's just look at I mean, people listening. We're talking a million miles an hour at a very, very high level. So let's simplify it. Mm-hmm. I remember Ian saying, "Hey, look at let's find out what people are desperately needing social media." So, uh, social media uh, mm-hmm. consulting and content and stuff like that. So we posted a question saying, um, what frustrates you about social media? That was the question. And we got all these people saying, oh, my God, it's this. And, so, and then those people became targets. It's like, oh, you know what? We've got a solution to that problem. Yeah. Why don't you talk with us? So it's a great way to generate um, finding out where the pain point is because that's what sales is all about. Like, where are you frustrated? Oh, I have a product that will deal yeah. with that frustration and they yep. go oh great let's talk some more and you can build up a relationship they may not buy you but you've got a much higher chance than just spamming out to a bunch of people so it's very good for and, and you can use that project section for let's say you have four major hot buttons and whatever it is that you sell represent so for web design or for financial planning or for gamification or whatever it is let's say the problem is you know i don't, I don't know how much money i'm going to need for retirement so you put a thing in there you know how to calculate your retirement fund or whatever and they click on that, and it goes to a calculator that's also a capture page. I mean, it's 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 like Crayola simple, 
But people won't realize it because they'll just go, oh, I can click that. What does yeah, that and, do? And then get a free report. Yeah. You know, fill in this information. Get a free report. Boom. And they have to put their email in there. And then soon that automatically goes into your... Um, database. Uh, yeah. Well, whatever database. But then it goes into like a six-month advertising mm-hmm. campaign with letters. Boom, 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 boom. So it's, yeah, it's... And the other mistake is, is text. People don't use all the text. If they give you okay, 200 okay. characters, use all the characters. Yeah, what you Ian's can. talking about, each one of the, the sections that you can fill out, uh, information, education, stuff like it has a maximum word count or character count. You should try and maximize that. Yeah, use every, if it's 200 characters, figure out a way to use them because That's it, each character gives you SEO. So yeah. you want to be doing it. Now, it has to be English. The reason I, I talk about stuff in your profile is there's these idiots who have like 30 projects and they're all like, you know, uh, social media, social media, social media, SEO, social media. You know, it's just goofy. And people yeah. look at that and they go, okay, this guy's an idiot next, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, they may get found, but they won't get business. Well, they're, they're, they look at it as fake authority, so move yeah. on to the next person that's, yep. that's genuine. S- yep. Speaking of genuine authority, yes. are we done with LinkedIn or are we going to keep going? Oh, no, we're we're still, this is the LinkedIn show, man. Let's yeah. go. Let's go, LinkedIn. I, I have a question on LinkedIn. Yeah, shoot. Is there any Yo, uh, downside dude. to having... Uh, having poor quality contacts like I have people that I hardly even know contact nope. me and want to connect and nope. should I connect with them? What do you mean by poor quality? Yeah. People you don't know? He doesn't really know well, them Well, people I don't know or maybe I don't okay, like that, so much. This is a very, very <laughs> interesting If you don't question. like them, don't put them on your profile. No, if no, you like just, them, no. then yes. What happens with, with market? Like, okay, let's, let's just take the whole LinkedIn formula out of the way. Yeah. If you network and you meet somebody at a, a board of trades, a hi, I'm Bob, blah, blah, blah. You don't get, usually, you don't get work from that person. You get work from that person's network. Yeah. And that is why LinkedIn has this double tier. It's like, oh, you have 2,500 people, but you're connected to 16 million people. And yeah. that is where the cash is. Yeah, because what people is. try and do, and this is what you, you pointed out, James, really well, is you get a, someone on a group and they just like trying to sell in the group. It's not necessarily that person. It's who that person knows. So let's say the average person on LinkedIn, like on Facebook, has two to 300 people that are connected to. Some of them are you know, close friends. Some of them aren't. Um, each person might have a person in their network you're not aware of that could help you. You won't know that unless you connect with them on their network. So you know, my recommendation with LinkedIn is obviously if you got like some stalker ex-girlfriend from years ago, that's a different yeah. story. But yeah. some business person that you don't know, I would add, you know, why? Because you never know where that connection is going to lead you. People try and sell that person, which is not always the best attitude. What I try and do is just help everybody that connects with me and, and opportunities present themselves. I mean, that's the way I look at it. You can sell people directly. It's possible, but you, you want to be careful, just like any other social media network. I mean, sending like people spend me, I mean, I usually get 20 or 30 emails a day now through the internal LinkedIn in, in email system about stuff that, like, I don't know these people from Adam. I don't care. Yeah. But they should because they're damaging their network. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay. So I, I, wait. I, I want to throw oh, in on that yeah, one. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I mean, there are people that I don't know a lot that I add on my LinkedIn. But yep. but there's times where, like, if they're asking me to approach other people for them or something like that, then I'll have to meet with them offline to yeah. to see about that. But yeah. as long as they seem pretty decent, like I agree with yeah. Ian. But if there's a person you've worked with in the past and really you didn't either get along or no. they weren't very good, would you add them? No. Uh, that, that, that's totally your call. I don't have my bosses that's on there. To, that's totally you your can, call. You could, you totally could add them. Call. You don't have to recommend them. Because from what I I'm wouldn't. hearing is everyone's saying, oh, we just need more and more connections, and that's the be-all to end. Well, it's I mean, not a be-all end-all if you have a lot of connections. I yeah. mean, I've got over 500 connections, and I mean, sure, I've got a good network. 
but it's all about working okay. with your network and making it your network work for you yeah. rather than the amount of connections. How about uh, friends versus work work friends? Like separate them. Colleagues? Cause you can well, separate are, them. are you familiar with the contact section at LinkedIn? Uh, a little bit. Okay, well, it, as you grow your network, yeah. and I didn't do this until a little bit too late, but I've now got it done, so it's fine. I would recommend setting up tags as soon as possible okay. and categorizing people. There's a couple okay. reasons. Number one... You can break them down in smaller areas. Number two, you can send email through LinkedIn to up to 50 people with okay. one click. Oh, okay. So ideally, you want those, those uh, there's a, I think you can do up to 200 of them. You, uh, ideally, you want to keep them around 50 per. So that way I can target. Like if I wanted to send someone who, say, is a marketing person, I have a group for that. I want to send someone who, say, in my case, an automotive manufacturer, I got a group for that. I mean, it, that really okay, allows you to filter. Now, that people that I work with, they're pretty much all in the network. I don't worry about that because it's a professional network. Now, if you're at a company, and companies over the next five years will probably get into this, they can have a corporate account on LinkedIn that basically means when you leave the company, they take that LinkedIn account back. So you want to be aware of that. But more importantly, if you're worried about what you're posting on LinkedIn and that may you know, find somebody... You probably can't control that because they're on LinkedIn. They're going to see the feed anyway. But if you don't want them on your network for personal reasons, you don't have to have them on there. I, it's like a Facebook account. Yeah, right? I would, I would, I would figure out which ones are LinkedIn connections, which are business contacts, and yeah. which ones are your friends, because you're probably going to go Facebook more often than interact. But with I have an people. arch rival, and here's what I did: I, I connected <laughs> with them. Arch rival, anti Paul. He's uh oh, anti-Paul. arch rival. It's better to keep your friends, your enemies close. <laughs> That's close. a lie. Yeah, no, that's true. So I, I, I don't think there's. I mean, Be I've careful, got, I've Paul. got competitors in my space. I've got, I mean, I have had some that say, hey, you know, I don't want to be part of it or whatever. But you know, the, the, the hilarious thing about there, and you brought that point up, I can see what they're doing anyway because they're yeah. posting. So I know uh, what they're doing uh, anyway. But the, the thing that's funny, I think, about all social media, but LinkedIn is part of that, is people f- really feel they can hide things. They really can't, unless it's unless it's private posting. What I mean, about, anything public, I can see. So what, what about your contact list? What do you mean, my contact list? Well, you can hide that as well, right? So you could still have a large network that you won't personally work off of, but other people that are, say, maybe trying to get into your industry or get through your market share might go through that list and friend those people they see. Yeah, but you can't protect them. You can't protect that even if you could. It doesn't make any sense because who cares? Well, that's true, but I'm just being devil's advocate, right? Yeah, I mean, my. So so Paul's arch rival's on there. He looks through all Paul's connections and he goes and he starts bad mouthing Paul. Or not bad nothing Paul, but under, going after his customers. Understand, but yeah. I mean, you could you could obviously report that to LinkedIn. You could go after him yeah. publicly. I wouldn't worry about that because that's public. And I'll, and I'll go. I'll go no, through. I guys try to keep him close. Well, so I'll, I know I'll go through doing. a couple <laughs> scenarios that I ran into in this area because as I connect with more people, I run into the occasional wacko person. So I ran into one. Uh, I won't get into his name, but he's Bob. in Toronto. Uh, he's, he also he, he works in the automotive industry, and he's a little bit closed-minded when it comes to social networking he in general, out. and more importantly, LinkedIn in specific. So I jo- I added him to my network. He wanted to add or whatever, and then I recommended him with the click link recommendations because they're easy because I try to help the guy out. He then proceeded to report me to LinkedIn saying I had no right to recommend them and he didn't want to be part of my network so i said no problem and i you know i emailed linkedin and says you know you may want to take a look at this guy he's obviously pissing off people that are your paid members because he's a free member 
And I didn't hear anything about it ever since, basically, because you got to remember, LinkedIn cares about their pay members way more than their free members. Well, sure, yeah, absolutely. And, man. and yeah. you do run into these wackos occasionally, but they're unusual. I mean, most people on LinkedIn are, get it, and they want to actually forge connections, and they want to do business. They're not really interested in you know stalking people, really. Well, it's it's virtual business networking. Yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's very awesome. much like any other business network. Like you go to a business network networking event in Vancouver, it's filled with. Vancouver business people. This is filled with international business people from all over the world. So, yeah, obviously different countries are going to have different personalities. I mean, I can't see too many networks where I have, I, I meet a guy a couple days ago from Israel and I have a phone conversation with him the next day and then it becomes a business alliance a couple days later. Yeah. That doesn't happen in Vancouver. It does happen on LinkedIn. And, cool. you know, that's, that's kind of the power of it, in my opinion. But the power expands the more connections you have because, of course, you run into things. So I, I, have, a, I have a quick question yeah, about um, the, you know, open networking on LinkedIn. Okay, well... Do you, are you for that or against it? Um, as a, as a, well, there, there's people that say they're lions or lioness. There's people yeah. that say open networkers. Uh, there's also, if you're Dirty a pay member, there's little icons, these little icons, like there's the LinkedIn gold there's icon. There's the circle the, one. What's circle one? one is just open network, I think. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. How do you get that? You can add it to your profile of a pay member if you want. It doesn't really matter. I mean, the way I look at it is anyone who's interested in joining my network that I have some common threads or I think there may be or I'm even just interested in them in general, I'm going to add them because I got nothing to lose. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they become a problem later, I just remove them from my network. I don't worry about it. Uh, in terms of putting stuff in your profile, so for example, you may see people on their profile and they put in the header, open networker or lion or all this stuff, their, their email address, their phone number sometimes. That's a violation of the LinkedIn agreement. Not to say you can't do it because they have 220 million members, so they won't find you out anyway. But I'd, I'd recommend not doing it because it's you're hurting SEO by using those characters to do that. So basically, what you're what you're saying is is when you're by doing that, it's just like saying I auto follow you on or I I will automatically refollow you if you follow me on Twitter. Same idea. Uh, it depends on the person, but that's the theory. Yeah. But when you take those characters out of like the most important SEO is is that tagline under your name. It's, it's weighted. So yeah. if you use that up with like an email, that's fine, or a phone number, that's fine. You have to remember, though, that people that are out there trolling, for lack of a better term from James here, can then pick up a phone and call you or harass you. Yeah. Because now you've just basically painted a target on your head. Oh, yeah, email me. Is so if you want more email, go ahead. And you so, you, so you put your phone number and your email there, but then you're losing out on potential No, you put it in your, link. In your actual profile. I, 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 would, I would put it in your profile, not in the header. Because yeah. when I do a search, okay, I have and those 15 people. Where yeah. do you put it in your profile that makes it easy for people to find? Because sometimes even if you can it's move it around there, now. people don't see it. I would put it everywhere. That's just my opinion. I mean, if you look at my profile, yeah, I got a phone number like everywhere. I got links everywhere. I've got websites everywhere in every section as many times as possible because people, as you know, aren't the brightest sometimes. Oh, okay. And you just want to be sure they I, find it. Before, before, yeah. before we shut, you know, because we're kind of running out of time, is a very, very big no. tip. Ian, you experimented with making vertical lists compared to comma delineated lists yeah. for key topics. And this is a way of putting in your keywords in a legitimate way. It's yeah, like so a skill sets, social media, photography, yeah. da-da. And do you... and. So what would the results? I, be? I I like I like the vertical ones. It's easier to read, and people seem to be more interested so, I mean, in it. So vertical list compared to like yeah. with a comma. The it block becomes, you becomes can't a block read. Of text you can't read it. Though. And if you're old, yeah. you can't read it at all. Like it's yeah, painful. Plan. Yeah. That's me. Well, it's, it's visual clutter. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I mean, you get these people who do them with all these like yeah, they have asterisk. They've got like you know their star or whatever they're it is, and it just it. looks goofy. 
I don't know. I put it on with both. I still think the vertical lists are better. Yeah, and, but uh, you've got yeah. several vertical lists. I also have some horizontal. I'm playing around with it, but I, I, I still think the vertical ones are better. Okay, so the way you're doing it, that isn't... Um, I mean, theoretically, you're, you're kind of cheating the profile by doing those lists, but they set, they look more legitimate because of the header yeah. you put on there. It's like skill sets. Boom, 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 boom. All your skill yeah. sets. And you get to use, if you've got, for you, uh, Margaret, you could say insurance, insurance advice, uh, insurance strategy. Da, da. Well, that's insurance. You well, you could do a bullet to make it legitimately Can't if you want. Can't make them more interesting than that. Well, absolutely. I'm just like, hey, come on. You know, like burlesque insurance gal or something. Oh. <laughs> oh now, good. here we Guess go. who's going to be profiled on Women Talking Tech? <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, in the videos, if you're smart with video, you could also put your email in a video, obviously popping up, oh, email me, here's my email, right? Because yeah. you can. Mm. Yeah. So why not? I mean, they're not stopping you, so giddy True. up. Also, underneath the uh, underneath the videos, you can put little taglines mm-hmm. if you want, right? So, so you could use you could use LinkedIn in con- in, conjun- in conjunction with Nimble, right? You could you could import yes. your uh, your LinkedIn. Yes, I'll be talking about Nimble next week, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Nimble and rocks. Nibbles. And if you're a, if you're a PowerPoint person, SlideShare does have some cool tools. <laughs> the problem with the problem with SlideShare. Is PowerPoint presentations just aren't all that interesting, That's and most people won't dead watch in the them. Water. Yeah, so Be- I just think it's, it's dead. Have the voiceover go video or go home. Yeah. You, you know, it's I mean PowerPoint really. Yeah, exactly. Hello. <laughs> can I ask a question about? Please. So of course you can. For God's sake, Bonnie, hurry ask up. Ask a question. <laughs> oh my God, woman. Okay, so not that I would ever do this. <laughs> no, not that you would. Oh no. No, we didn't hear from disclaimer there. There would be lazy people out there that would. So. I search uh, social media, and yep. I see the top four people in the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I take all of take their description and mash it all up and make my profile. Yep. Uh, the same. Is that, okay. Is Somewhere. yeah. Or or I take just the top person. And I slightly, maybe twenty, maybe change twenty percent of it because let's face yep. it, social media people are pretty much all the same, mm-hmm. yep. except how long that they've been do, uh, how long that they've been doing it. So why wouldn't I just nick you someone could. else's profile and put it on mine? Well, you, you yeah, can, but you also you can, have to, Bonnie, you also have to remember that those people that are on page one are generally pretty sharp, and they'll be looking at it daily. So if you try to do that, they'll just change theirs, or they'll adapt. Generally, they yep. do. Okay. So, and also, I mean, if, if I'm, you know, you know, twenty year old uh, college graduate, and I want to be like super guru of the universe, and I'm going, yeah, okay, I went to X Y Z high school with X Y Z college, and I got twenty years of LinkedIn experience. Yeah. That's not going to be very believable very long. Plus, no, if they no. call you, you're going to have to actually go. Okay, I noticed all this on your profile. You know, when did you do this? Because it doesn't look like it makes sense to me. No, no, I yeah. I understand that, but yeah. there's probably a fair amount that you could nick. Yeah. Well, uh, well, absolutely, Bonnie. What you're saying is I'm that is you can get as a legitimate if you, strategy. If you steal from one, it's plagiarism. If you steal from many, it's research. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if I see research, it, if I yeah. see something that's interesting that I think can improve my profile, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it because okay. you should A/B test everything. Yeah. Now, it, as that person gets better, and I'm sure that number one LinkedIn person in Canada probably will. She's pretty slow, but she'll get you better. I'll re- adapt because I can. You want to revisit them? Yeah. 
It's like, what have they done to their website? Oh my God, they've do com. Uh, okay, and then you go back and you totally update your whole site. The thing is, like LinkedIn, if you have a complete site, it's not twenty words. It's like one hundred and forty-seven characters. Yeah, it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of words. So updating little tweaks, it's a lot of work. So well, it's like SEO. Like if I do a website yeah, with SEO, ongoing. does Google change the algorithm? The Absolutely. Time. Yeah. All do you have time. to change your yeah. website? Oh hell yeah. Is that a good thing for yeah. job security? You betcha. Yeah. This yeah. is the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. with LinkedIn, yeah. yeah. No. You, you have to constantly look at improving it all the time. I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Oh. When, you when you did a social media search for yep. like the whole world, yep. now the ones that showed up in like one, two, and three had nothing to do with the number of connections. No. Connections are irrelevant. It's all profile. It's, a, it's, it's an Oracle database, mm -hmm. and it searches based on mm -hmm. keywords, and it's also connected with Google. The cool thing is if you want to see how fast it works... Make changes to your profile and do a search. Your profile will change ranking yeah. probably. Yep. So essentially, if I immediately, like yeah. as soon as you change it and answer it, it's good. It's done. If I take what <laughs> what Bonnie just said and take it to the next level, meaning if I mirror somebody's profile, not yep. that I will, but well, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about what you will, but go ahead. Yeah. And and um, the the person that I'm copying from has forty thousand connections and I have five hundred. Doesn't matter. Okay. Makes no difference. The yeah. amount of connections, the, the max it'll ever show is 500. doesn't matter how many you and have. Now, I'm going to jump in here because that's a very good point. You know, If you've got like uh, 20,000 connections or 10,000 connections, or let's say even 1,500 connections, which isn't bad, and you got 500, you want to build that 500? By tweaking your, your, your site, your, your, your LinkedIn profile, and, and having great SEO, because that's what this is, doesn't make you connect to people. It's your ability to use LinkedIn to connect to people. And that's why I brought up that tip about, you know, as, as you need to bring out the tip, it's not what you have in your profile, it's how you use yep. your LinkedIn profile strategically, which will build your community. And I would think the biggest thing is at helping people answering questions in, in group forums because mm -hmm. as soon as you do that, say people will try to connect with you. And what Ian said, if uh, you want to connect with somebody in a, in a large company, I remember he talked, that mm -hmm. blew my mind. You want to talk to the president of Ford in Canada, you don't target him. You target every other person in his network, which is all his staff. And let's say he has 30 key staff. You connect with all 30 keys. And then he goes, oh, by the way, I'd like to connect with you. And he'll look and say, oh, my God, he knows everybody. <laughs> I have to connect yep. with this person. He has yeah. no choice but to connect because so, if he knows everybody, he knows he should connect. So if you. you look at the section people you may know, and that's a great point, Bob. I hate Just it. like on Facebook. I don't like it. Um, like, oh, well, that works, but you can do it. You're but just, but just like on Facebook, it'll tell you how many common connections. So clearly, yeah. you don't want to connect to, you don't want to send an unsolicited connection to one person that you have one common connection. Yeah, but if, if you got, got 500, five. it's a different story. Or, or even five. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, what Ian says is like, oh, I've got five people you copy, you know, select, copy, and say, oh, by the way, uh, I just noticed that uh, we have 15 people in Connect, and then you paste those 15 people and say, I'd love to connect you with, uh, with my network. And they look at those, oh, holy crap, he knows like seven of the most important people in my network. I better connect with this guy because they have no idea what your relationship is with those other people. So they, they freak out. Is well, you can also get help, though, ask? too. That's another thing no, you can do. You they, can have people someone don't have time to ask and research. That's the thing. It's like you get, like I get it all the time. I get one or two a day, sometimes three. It's like this person wants to connect with you. It's like, okay, well, automatic. Boom. I don't have time. Sure. You're, come into my profile. I don't give a damn. If you're going to spend all day saying, wow, should this person, I'll research them. I read their whole profile. Oh my God, like three, 45 minutes later. No, I'm not going to. Nobody's going to do that. I Are you that. kidding? 
I yeah. do that. I'm yeah. that's, that's people have too much time and aren't making I'm, money. I'm very, do that. I'm very secure on my profile, so I mean, I always make sure I send them a message before I accept it and go, "Who the fuck are you?" Well, it, well <laughs> you sent one to me. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I did that too. I was like, "Thanks for that message, Ian. You know me." Yeah. <laughs> but that's sure. okay. But you're qualified. All you're doing is qualifying, and yeah, you want to have you. really, really good connections. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about InMail. But also, if you have a common connection, you can use that common connection to get. So, I, James, I want to meet this guy. He's on your network. Can you connect us? No. That's another way you can do it. But James might, you know, say, hey, you got to buy me some beers first or something. But whatever. Yeah, or, or, I can he, help you. or he says I, no, I, I, and then you I connect am, some other way. And then James says, oh, can you connect me? He said, no, because you what, didn't connect me what, that. What I so do is you. I usually go with the beer thing. Oh, yeah. No, but Ian's right. Thing. What goes around comes around. Or money. So if, if you folks. get me the new game from this point, maybe. But I want one more thing. If you're a recruiter and you're using LinkedIn and you oh. don't look at my profile Brutal. before you send me a thing, I'll punch you in well, the j- face. Well, just so you know, recruiters have a completely different LinkedIn site. They can connect to anybody they want. My <laughs> I know, but I still want to punch them in the face for not looking at my stuff because they yeah. go, oh, what do you do? And you're like... Yeah, well, dumb people are dumb people no matter what their profession is. But they're recruiters. <laughs> oh, that doesn't mean they're smart. No, but one thing for sure. I like what Ian said. If you want to reach somebody, go through somebody else. Yep. Yeah. Like I, I ran into network. I go to networking events and then I say, for example, run into Bonnie and I'll go home and I'm like, you know what? Bonnie was interesting. I wanted to connect with her and I'll send her uh, a connect request and she flags me for for spam or <laughs> I inappropriate. Did I did that. And then I get <laughs> no. then I get uh, uh, sort of banned from no, Facebook no. Or, or LinkedIn. Ne- ne- never ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. The LinkedIn guy's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Just don't do it again. Yeah, it's based on sales people. Yeah. I, actually, I did that. I uploaded uh, 10,000 um, uh, connections from a database I got. <laughs> and then basically LinkedIn shut me down. <laughs> and I had to say, oh, sorry. I was just trying to, I've got uh, five different websites and I'm trying to integrate it. Oh, no problem. Boom. And they just psh- was done. Wow. So you just no problem. I now mean you, they're now there now to you, help you. Now you tell and me. I don't even have a paid account. Yeah. But so I, I would get their information before you go home though. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if they're blonde. Yeah. So Ian. Yeah. So you're set basically setting up a funnel. Yep. And yes. So what do you do to convert them once you Well there's oh, a number here's the there's magic. a number of different ways to do that. First of all, it's the only social media site that allows you to export email addresses. So, of course, you can export and use traditional email tools. Or if you're smarter than that, which some people are, you can email people within LinkedIn. The challenge there is, and you may already be aware of this, some people think that, you know, they can beat people down with with spam on LinkedIn. Not a good idea. But what you can do is set up a group and target them that way. Now, if you want to go to the next level, what you can do for most people have contact information in their profile. You can build lists based on that. You can also export... These into like an Excel spreadsheet. You can do all that kind of stuff. There's a button on the bottom that says export connections. The only thing it doesn't do yet, and I'm sure it will have it eventually, is you can't export specific tags. You have to support export all of them. So in yeah. my case, I got to export 4,395 as of right now. And then I have a database. I can use that database to market to people. Now, how am I using that? It's a great question because Bob and I are working on this right now. Yep. I can take that database and I can basically enter it into a CRM system online or offline, and I can use it for marketing and sales because I have a list of people. I can even break them up because before I call that person, I can look at my CRM on one screen. I can look at LinkedIn on another screen. Oh, by the way, I noticed you you went to the same college as a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You have very, very good data on someone before you even pick up the phone. So yeah. what CRM are you using? To- That's what I was uh, Currently, ask. I'm using one called Pipeline Deals, which is a simpler version of Salesforce. The reason is Salesforce, most salespeople can't wrap their head around it. Yeah. And it's web-based Way and it's inexpensive. Yeah. 
Well, that's why. Um, that's why. Nimble. Uh, what do you call go. it? Um, High Rise did so well because they took you know the Salesforce idea and turned it into something super simple. Well, yeah, but there's an advantage to Salesforce with LinkedIn because they have a product called Jigsaw, and yeah. Jigsaw integrates really well with LinkedIn. However, uh, Bob and I had a conversation. What was it, about eight months ago? Yeah, with, with one of the sales guys dude. from LinkedIn Corporate out of New York City. And uh, there is some new stuff coming for small business from LinkedIn, but he told us it was going to be here already. We're going to have to pester him and see when we can find that out. But Bob and I will also be talking shortly about these guys in Israel have a really cool Hootsuite-like product very for LinkedIn cool. for very salespeople. Cool. And we tried to get him on the show tonight. But very cool. Yeah. Very cool. It's yeah. octopus, right? Very, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Very, cool. very cool. All right. Well, where can people get a hold of you? Uh, you LinkedIn? can look at me on LinkedIn. It's yeah. Ian, oh, Ian God, yeah. Don't or, connect with me on LinkedIn. Or you, you can join my group where we're going to be sharing LinkedIn tips. Do you it's, do? Uh, it's called uh, How to Create Real Clients with Social Media, and it's branded social content group, if you're curious. It's uh, open to everybody. We're going to be putting lots of great content on there. I, cool. If, if and do you do coaching yourself on LinkedIn? Uh, we do. We're working on pricing. We should have that by Friday. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. And that's the end of the show. All right. Sounds like we're, we just like to thank our sponsor, Okanagan Springs uh, Black Beer, for getting our two hosts fucking pissed. It's awesome. Um, they are great. In fact, we interviewed the, um, what was the guy? The Brewmeister. The Brewmeister. Very nice. Yeah. That guy drinks beer like water. He is impressive. It's a German descent. He can so, drink it know. because he created it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, hey. Where do, where do people get, uh, you know, this, all these uh, call-ins and stuff if people want to do Holy some smokes, obscure Holy smokes, yeah, we got yeah. a lot of calls this week. And, uh, and next week we're oh, going to have some. Oh, you know what? We forgot about Carlo's question. Nah, we'll do it next week. All right. Uh, you can call one 636 1474 Marcel's just arrived. Watch out. Woohoo! All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Same bunker time. Same bunker channel. Bye. That's the Black Beer channel. <laughs> <laughs>